0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Bobcast. I've been gone for a while. Uh, Let's see here. The last time that I did an episode was. Bear with me, technology. It is in the workplace. The Bobcast, Life in Society. Let's see here. Um, Episode 386 was June 26th. Where have I been? I'm here to tell you, because maybe this will help you if you're going through something similar like I have been, and that would be addiction. And uh, I'm here to say that I am 29 days uh, free from kratom. Uh, what's kratom? Uh, some of you are probably like shaking your head, like, "What the hell's Bob talking about now? What What's kratom?" It's spelled K-R-A-T-O-M, and um, you could look it up now or I could tell you. So Kratom is this, well, I was taking the extract shot. Like, think of the five-hour energy shot. You know how, like, that package is right there, okay? So that was the Kratom. You would probably, you can see this stuff at grocery stores, or excuse me, gas stations. All these gas stations have Kratom for sale. Some of it's called MIT45OPMS. Shots, um, Hush, Kava. It it looks harmless, right? So it's like on, you know, it's right near the cashier. My particular place that I found it was at this gas station in Lafayette Hill, which is right up from the Wawa. And uh, I went in there one day. Actually, you know, I heard about a comedian. A comedian named Tom Segura was uh, on his podcast called Two Bears, One Cave. And he was talking with Bert Kreischer about... These uh, Kratom shots. I had taken Kratom years ago, and I really didn't like it. It it gave me a, like uh, anxiety, and I was in the pill-powdered form. It wasn't in extract form. So it was last August the 25th, I believe, and I was listening to this podcast uh, about the comedians on Two Bears, One Cave, and they were talking about, you know, uh, Tom Segura had begun to lose weight, and he was talking about this like amazing thing that he was able to do called um, exercising, right? He started losing weight for the first time ever. And he he took himself very seriously, you know. And one of the things he said he would do would be that he would um, he, he would take an MIT 45 shot before he went to the gym because he said it would give him great energy. And now I re- previously recalled Kratom never giving me any energy at all. In fact, it just chilled me out. So one day at the gas station, I remember those letters, MIT-45. And when you see the bottle of MIT-45, it's so uh, unassuming. It just has, you know, the three letters and the two numbers, and that's all. It doesn't say Kratom or what the hell Kratom is. I buy it. I take like a little swig. Nothing happens. I take the whole shot. Next thing you know, I'm talking with the coworker, and it hits me like a tidal wave, like an old familiar friend. Prerequisite to the story, I had dental issues my whole teen life. And when I was a kid, I had all these surgeries called apoectomies, which is the step up from a root canal, blah, 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 woe is me. They gave me a whole bunch of oxycotton. They gave me a whole bunch of hydrocodone. I remember one time they gave it to me both at the same time with like four or five refills on it. And these were like the the, the full prescription jars back then, not like, like 15. This is when they would fill it to the brim. They'd want you to become an addict. And I remember as a young man or late teen watching MTV over the weekend and it was when they were it was the MTV, MTV VJ or something like that and it was Jesse Camp and some other dude and I think they both won or something I, I can't recall but I remember it was an all day marathon where people were going to vote and I was very excited to watch it I was also on hydrocodone and I was also on other pills I can't remember but I recall the first time I felt the opioid sensation that warm blanket that mother's hug that you never had, you know, that thing that's just right there for you to be like, hey, man, I got your back. So I started taking the shot. I went to the gym and then, you know, it felt amazing. Yeah, you take the shot. You have unlimited potential for lifting. I was lifting more weights than I ever had before. Um, You know, stepping up to, you know, different weight class And then I start hiking. And when I start hiking, I also started podcasting. And that's one of the reasons I haven't been podcasting in the last month is because I had to quit that. Because it pains me to say, but um, for the last year, yeah, every single podcast I was high um, on Kratom. And this is a legal thing that your kids could probably buy. If you have kids who are teenagers, they need to be warned of this shit because... I was fooling myself, I mean, so, like, yeah, I would take it, I would go to the gym, I would take it, I would go to Valley Green, then I would podcast, and I would have, like, all these, like, you know, insightful, like, you know, uh, epiphanies, and just, you know, it just wasn't real, you know, I mean, I heard this thing one time where Jack White was, like, pissed off that the Beatles were considered to be, like, such legends, but, like, all this stuff they wrote was when they were on drugs, and, um, you know, he thinks that when you're on drugs, it shouldn't count because you haven't let God into the room. I kind of get that now, you know, and I feel, um, guilty. I feel, um, sadness that all those episodes, you know, it was me, but I was under the influence of this thing that was not killing me. I mean, it wasn't like heroin or Oxycontin or anything like that, but I mean, like Kratom can screw up your entire circadian rhythm. Uh, I'm fighting for sleep right now. I, 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 on Kratom, you would be up, like, go to sleep. You would, like, take naps. Like, you wouldn't believe. Like, you'd be on the nod and, like, pretending, oh, I'm not on the nod. I'm just tired because I don't sleep. But, like, literally that shit would knock you out, make you feel great. Then a couple hours later, you'd crash. And after you crash, you know, you would wake up thinking about the next bottle. And that's the worst part about it. It happened so quickly. It went from being like, ah, I'll do this on Fridays, as a reward to myself, you know, and then like, it was like, I'll do this Thursday. Oh, I got a gig Thursday night. Maybe I should do it before It slowly sunk into my life. And then what happened was, you know, it started to be winter and I couldn't believe that I was still using it, you know, and I was lying to myself. I was lying to my wife. I was lying to my kid. You know how this goes if you're an addict, like, um, it just sucked, you know, it sucked. And um, I joined this Reddit group sometime in the winter, and like uh, it's called Quitting cra- Subreddit uh, Quitting Kratom. And like, believe it or not, like this group seriously helped me out. Like, I was in denial, I think, oh, I've gotten this under control. I was under doing one shot per day, but I read about people who were doing the four extract shots per day, and like how incredibly hard it was for them to kick it. And then I started reading like, yeah, kratom. Bas- basically affects the same opioid receptors in your brain that the same oxycotons and the same hydrocodones that they gave me as a teenager would. So it was affecting that same part of my brain, and it was messing me up. Um. And then somehow or another, I remember I did this like uh, outside job from work, and somebody didn't have enough money to pay me. And this was like in January or so, and they they paid me in the form of. Um, like a Visa gift card, and the gift card was like for two hundred bucks, and I bought two hundred dollars worth of kratom. And then, then I start doing two shots per day, uh, you know, dipping and out of it. Um, try different flavors, get excited about different flavors, just the same way a drug addict would get excited about a new dealer with the promise of them getting, you know, them back to the base one when they're high. When you when you first get high, that's when you think to yourself, "Oh man, this is great! I got to replicate this each and every time." And it doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. I mean, occasionally you'd get the splice of, you know, excitement. I'm not going to lie. There'd be a couple of times up there on that hill I'd be podcasting and I felt, like, so in touch with myself. And that's the shitty thing about opioids is it like, it really makes the narrator inside your head feel like they're invincible. And, um, you know, I, I, as you all know, I mean, yeah, I mean, everything else that I've told you about, like, my health and stuff like that, mental health, yeah, I'm still in therapy, all that stuff, but this was... Better than SSRI. And now I'm off everything. I, I'm not on Zoloft. I'm not on Kratom. Today's day. Let's look. I have a little app in my thing. It says I am sober. I am sober for 29 days. So 29 days I've been off it. And uh I'm doing this podcast today, to be honest with you, because today's been a really difficult day where I thought to myself, man, I could really go for a Kratom shot. Matter of fact, I had been at a gas station and I picked up a Kratom shot. So, I mean, that's my message to you guys is that like the shit's highly addictive. If you're an addict or if you're a former addict, stay away from it. Don't recommend it to friends. Don't um, pick it up. I mean, I would quit smoking cigarettes, what? Almost four, four and a half, five years ago. And the Kratom was just right up there with it, man. Right up there with the mental warfare And what happens is, like, when you take the kratom, that you're creating this like dopamine effect in your brain, and it's also um, a serotonin type thing. So then you can get serotonin syndrome. So that when you're coming off of the kratom, it's very hard to find happiness. It's very hard to find um, excitement about life. And I was going through that for the last twenty nine days. I didn't feel like podcasting. I I tried once, and I was like, you know what, dude, fuck this. I'm not doing it. Instead, I've been reading. I've been uh, praying. I've been listening to uh, Jordan Peterson, and like, he had this like one podcast with Rogan about a year ago where I missed it because I wasn't really interested in the topics, but like he starts talking about the narrative of your life and like what is that narrative as it's dedicated towards Yahweh and like, you know, we always think of God, you know, as whatever, like the dude with the beard, that looks like Santa Claus in the sky, but for me, I started to do this chant each day of just saying his name, Yahweh, Yahweh, you know, and Yahweh is a different type of word that you didn't grow up saying Especially if you're somebody like myself who grew up like within the Catholic uh, faith and you just feel real shitty about your f- religion. Getting in touch with that has been rewarding during this time of, uh, rel- you know, not trying to relapse like because, you know, you need to have some sort of emotional support group that's outside of, I guess, you know, that Reddit. And I get it, like uh, the 12 Steps program, how it, uh, you know, identifies with, you know, spirituality and stuff like that so I I get it 100% I'm not in one of those programs I did this by myself I did this by myself with the help of God Yahweh you know like please God give me the strength to like kick this the first four days are the worst four days ever you feel like absolute shit and that was just so depressing to me just to be like how did you let yourself get addicted you know like we all have addictions. We all have things in life that we're trying to, to quit, right? It could be cookies. It could be, you know, huffing gas, some crazy shit, whatever. You know what I mean? But, like, at the end of the day, why are we doing that stuff? Why are we doing bad things to ourselves? Like, why Why did I do it? I did it because I was in pain. <coughs> and during that time, I wasn't offering up anything to God at all. Like, you know, like, what do what was they doing? so yeah I also want to apologize to you the listener for you know listening to that shit you know some of it may have some truth that you can hold on to and that's great but you know for me I'm, like I've always said the, the, the podcast is like a way for me to look back when I'm an old man hopefully you know and um, I guess what episodes 353 let's take a look so we can just tell the listener honestly and truthfully like how long this has been going on um so let's see i mean I'm looking at my uh, Spotify thing right now and uh the further as far back as yeah August the 22nd 2022 was the last um non creatum episode you know and like slowly and surely i could see myself like through the even the titles of the episodes how deep my addiction was getting with it. And this is the thing that's crazy is this shit now, like it used to be like hard to get, you know what I mean? It used to be so hard to get that you wouldn't even be able to like pick up enough for an addiction. But now the fact that they sell this shit at the gas station just like a pack of cigarettes is alarming. It's also alarming to me that young kids over the age of 18 or even in your early twenties, like if you're over the age of 21, think about yourself if you're my age when you were 20 and 1 you were a lunatic you were crazy nothing made sense you know what i mean nothing and um yeah i i just i i don't see how um there's not like like we don't have uh like legalized like recreational marijuana for adults but we have delta 6 delta 7 delta 8 delta 10 Delta 11, it's like when you had a snow day, 301, 302, 303, 304, 306. Yes, we were 305 in my area code. They didn't pick you, you know? And, like, now we have these other things on the street. Like, there's so many vape pens, right? Like, I was at down the shore. I'm looking up at this wall inside this head shop. There's so many vape pens, and they all offer you, what, like 10 million hits per bucket? Like... It is an addictive world we live in. And, you know, I mean, like, why do we do these things? Why do we allow ourselves to be addicted to substances? Is because we're struggling with something. So now I was struggling with something, and I still am struggling with something. I'm not saying you got to go to church. I'm not saying you got to, you know, find God. But you got to look within. You got to look within because that's the only other place that has you haven't looked, you know. You can't find a bottle of kratom within. You can't find that extract shot. You can't find that um, mother's milk hug feeling that you get from an opioid that takes away all the human pain. And one of the things I've been trying to do with that Yahweh thing each day is connect more with the spirit world than the actual physical world. I I am continuing to do that, even though those episodes, as I've mentioned to you now, have um, you know this this. Um, you know double meaning to them if you will whatever I mean like let that be known that that's how far one can go you know you can let I mean it almost was a whole year of addiction and I remember I just kicked this what 29 days ago and like I remember on the what 30 days ago just taking my last shot of Kratom and just feeling like you know this is it I don't want to do this no more I I don't want to have to hide anymore what was happening. And then one of the things that was good. Was um, after I would gotten over like my. Initial like seven days. Ten days into it. Like you know I had told my wife everything. And you got to be honest with your your loved ones. When you're going through some shit like this. Because if you continue to lie. Even in your recovery. I feel like you would be more susceptible to relapsing. And um, yeah I told her like what was going on. And she was shocked. And that's the crazy thing about addiction. Is like even your closest loved one or the one that you live with cannot know that you're struggling underneath the surface, you know? So, yeah, that's all I really want to say about that. And like, you know, I'm probably going to take a, another break on podcasting for a bit and we'll see where this thing goes. But like, you know, I just want to let you know that if you're somebody who's out there, who's struggling with some sort of issue, maybe, um, you know, your mental health, your current events in your life, anything like that. And you are somebody who suffers from addiction. Dude, you are not alone. Um, you know how to reach me. I'm online on Instagram. Hit me up. Send me a message if you're feeling sad because it would help me because I'm feeling sad. You know, and um, my hope is that um, Yahweh will protect you. My name is B.O.B. And this has been Day 29 and another episode of The podcast.